What's up, everyone? I'm Joe. That's Tom. I'm here. Welcome to the point spread here at FantasyPoints.com. Week number nine, Tom. We're going we're gonna to be halfway through the NFL season after this. You kidding me? Um, Feels uh, like I, we're uh, already played all the games oh, already. Oh, I know. It's, a, it's a drag, baby. <laughs> it is. We, we got um, – oh, man, Tom. But, hey, week number nine, for fantasy purposes, this could be a brutal one. I mean, there's so many guys on by and – and and all that. Oh, these injury reports. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I I blurred the news for our website, so I know I'm. Oh, I'm aware, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Holy crap! The Chargers, they're they're injury report. I just saw DeAndre Carter got added. He's got Parham an got added. Like he's got a hamstring. It's like Jesus Christ. Who's Herbert going to be throwing to? Parham's going to be out for a while. Yeah, they said he uh, really screwed up that hamstring and it again. cost him a couple of months uh earlier this season so oh man that must be really bad but uh uh well well tom we're gonna get to that obviously a lot mm-hmm. of these injury reports are going to affect um the, the 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 prop markets and what have you um but let's just get it let's get into it let's get into the slate here we have the five and three new york jets they're 11 and a half point home underdogs would love to go see that. I would love to know the last team that was two games above 500 that was an 11 and a half point home underdog as they are to the Buffalo Bills, 46 being the total, Buffalo at the Jets. Yeah, and they even have it. Yeah, I, it would probably be a scenario where the quarterback was hurt or something. And they don't like have that. a hurt quarterback. They just yeah, have they just one. have a crappy one. Yeah. It's uh, uh, really going through some growing pains again for the second straight year. But uh, this is a, a line that's – it has been moving towards the Jets here a little bit. It opened up 12 and a half uh, in, that, in that general range. So there has been some action on the, on the Jets here. Um, but it's probably going to settle in this little range here. Bills are a team that nobody wants to step in front of. Uh, it took everything they had to not cover the spread last week. They were up 24 to – uh, I believe seven at halftime against the Packers. And uh, I think they like could get uh, I, whatever it was. It, it ended up a, a 10 point difference and it, the, the line was at 10 and a half and it took two Josh Allen interceptions in the fourth quarter to keep the Packers within the number here. So uh, Jets, I, I don't know. This is one defense that might be able to slow down the bills a little bit. But offensively, uh, might be asking a lot for Zach Wilson and uh, a lack of running game here to keep it within the number. But, um, yeah, this has been bet down. The, uh, the under has been seeing some action, too. It was up in the 47.5, 48-point range. Uh, so been a little bit of downward action on the uh, uh, total as well in this one. Yeah, the prop market kind of thin here, Tom, for Buffalo yeah. and the Jets. Um, um, I, we, I mean, we've got – near full with the bills uh but there's no naeem hines i guess they they're not really sure what to do with him and for the jets the only receiver props i'm showing they don't have any running back props and i'm i'm not really sure why am i missing something there or they just not put them out uh i did see graham and discord earlier was like the books are not putting props out this week like early no that's it's a, a real drag on me because you know, I'm, yeah i start checking tuesday nights yeah i check a couple different times during wednesday thursday and I uh, finally got some props out this afternoon, but uh, the markets are kind of bare right now with just, as we said, these injury reports are starting to pile up. So 
Uh, the books don't want to be caught off guard with a bad number and uh, somebody's rolled out or, you know, somebody's going to play. So this is a game I didn't really have any props on. I was looking maybe Garrett Wilson with Corey Davis out again, Elijah Moore in the doghouse. But uh, you're not going to make a lot of money betting overs against the Buffalo Bills secondary. So I ultimately stayed away from that one. How about uh, them talking up Denzel Mims this week? I saw that. Uh, it just took like three years for him to just hit his stride here. And Elijah Moore, uh, you know, getting in the doghouse and Corey Davis uh, banging up his knee. But he's uh, – We'll see uh, if he can string together two good games, but uh, he certainly made a couple plays last week to get 75 plus yards or whatever he ended up. But yeah, I, I don't really have anything on the prop market here. I'll I'll probably do, do another uh, look around here this weekend though, see if anything else stands out. The Singletary number, it's a little interesting. It's 50 and a half. It's been, his numbers usually in that 53 to 58 yeah. yard range. So it is bet down a little bit here, but uh, the question is how much is uh, Naeem Hines going to be involved this week so uh, still waiting kind of on more information on that i'm guessing uh the, the chargers and the falcons speaking in, you, you mentioned the injury report for the chargers they're three point favorites on the road at atlanta tom this is brutal for the chargers i mean everybody's hurt eckler popped up on the injury report fortunately he's okay um they don't they don't have receivers uh their backup slot receiver deandre carter you said he came down with an illness and yeah. He's not going to play. Unbelievable. Yeah, I, I, he still might play, but yeah, we've seen these. Oh yeah, illnesses. yeah, right, right, right. He's questionable. I, yeah, I he's questionable. That. But this late, you know, late week, we've seen a couple. You know, Davante Adams is the one that pops out last week who uh, was sick and underperformed here. So uh, <laughs> it's a brutal injury report. I, I took the Justin Herbert under two hundred eighty-nine and a half passing yards. I know this is the. You know, the matchup of all matchups, especially with A.J. Terrell out uh, for opposing quarterbacks. But, uh, I mean, he's going to be thrown to Michael Bandy and uh, Bandy. <laughs> Bandy. I mean, I don't even I, – I, I track this stuff. I'm going to have to look into who's going to be the, the slot receiver here if DeAndre Carter doesn't play. Uh, Josh Palmer's been pretty ineffective, I, I think. Uh, but he's going to be the go-to receiver he's had, here. Remember, he's had he was playing through injuries earlier. Yeah, this season, he was so banged up. Playing he's through. okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He had the ankle. He had yeah. a concussion uh, before their bye week, so he has to be the guy. Uh, but uh, I'm still surprised. This total is still. I mean, it's actually been bet up a little bit from the beginning of the week. It was 48 and a half, uh, 49 and a half now. Uh, not a, you know, there's they're still expecting the shootout here, so. Uh, I expect Herbert to struggle a little bit here. This offense has not been very good. Uh, maybe they lean into the running game a little bit more this, you know, coming out of their bye and with all their injuries at receiver. But uh, I thought that number was a little bit high. I'm leaning towards the Falcons in terms of a side, just because of all the injury issues. Uh, Chargers have been notorious the last uh, under Brandon Staley for struggling to stop the run. So that's the one thing the Falcons do well here. So maybe they can control the ball a little bit. Uh, still waiting on final word on Cordero Patterson. It sounds like they're not going to let us know until uh, they have to let us know at four o'clock uh, on Saturday. So uh, not, not going to see many props in terms of the uh, rushing totals for the Falcons side until we get that final word on Cordero Patterson's availability for this week. The only stuff we have is Austin Eckler. I am not on DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm not showing an Eckler receptions prop. Give me the over. I don't care what it is. Yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, 
they're going to probably open it right around 40, I would think. Uh, receptions, I mean, they're probably going to have it at like five and a half, and it it might be juiced to the over. I mean, he's been – I mean, whenever these guys have been out with Keenan, uh, basically since week two, I mean, he's been good for six-plus catches most weeks. So uh, I think it will come out in that low 40s, five-and-a-half catches, but – uh, we'll get final, uh, you know, they're probably waiting to see what the availability of some of these, you know, DeAndre Carter and uh, that news just kind of came down in the last hour. So uh, they're still waiting for a lot of the props in this game. Uh, Miami at Chicago. We've got uh, Chicago catching four at home, 45 <laughs> and a half the total. Chicago getting a little healthier on the offensive line. Uh, Cody Whitehair and Larry Borum should both play this week. Whitehair was on IR. Borma was out last week with a concussion. Both of them should play this week. Yeah, this uh, line has seen some little bit of action here. It kind of opened in this four and a half point range. Got bet up a little bit to five and a half uh, middle of the week here, but it's been bet back down. Uh, fours and four and a halves are mostly on the board now. This total has been interesting too. Uh, I ended up betting the over 44 and a half. Uh, it opened at 45 and a half, 45 and a half. There was initially some thought that uh, some nasty weather might be moving through Illinois, uh, you know, through the Midwest on Sunday, but uh, which was the reason why there was some action towards the under. But it looks like it's blowing through on Saturday. Our our Penn State Nittany Lions, uh, Sean Clifford's going to be playing in 30 mile per hour winds. No, no, Franklin will put Franklin will put Drew Aller in. But then he'll petition for a seventh year for Clifford. <laughs> yeah. So that, that, that total itself was bet down like five or six points. Uh, so if you're betting any, uh, betting any college football, be aware of the, the weather in Indiana, Illinois. I, I've seen some of the uh, other games have been seeing their totals drop there, but uh, so that it's going to be cleared out through the system. So now it's been bet back up to 45 and a half, 46. I, I like the over here. Uh, Chicago's offense has kind of hit its stride here recently. Mm-hmm. They're trading away a lot of their good players on defense uh, with Roquan Smith and, uh, you know, getting traded this week as well. So, and we saw Miami, they, they're kind of finally back to full strength here. Uh, they, they were moving the ball up and down the field. I mean, everybody does against the Lions, but uh, this is a team that likes to throw the ball. So I, I think this has the potential to be a, a I don't, I don't think a shootout, but I could see a little mini shootout developing here between the Dolphins and the Bears. Uh, did you t- did you take any props in this game? Um, yeah, I got a, a Waddle over 67 and a half receiving yards. Um, that was one of the few props that was up early in the week. I got that at 67 and a half, and I see that it's been bet down to 63 and a half. Oh, that makes me feel great. What the hell happened there? Uh, kind of confused by that one. So, uh, Jesus, I didn't. That was 67 and a half when I was looking earlier this afternoon, no, too. No, no, I, so what the heck is that information? Well, I, I don't know if, like, they're thinking he's going to see a lot of Jalen Johnson, who's really – I mean, he's one of our best corners uh, that we chart at Fantasy Points. Um, uh, as a matter yeah. of fact, let me look at his matchup. I mean, yeah, he would – based they on move a, him around alignment, so Right, based on alignment, he would see um, – Jalen Johnson on the plurality of his snaps, yeah. but but like yeah, the way they right. they play Waddle everywhere. Yeah, so. him and Tyreek, all you know, whenever they have three receivers on the field, they're moving all over the field. So 
so I'm a, I'm a little surprised that uh, that took such a big hit. I mean, he's basically when he's been healthy and he had the two games in the middle of the season there where he was a little banged up and uh, he, he lost some steam, but six of his eight games, he's been up over um, 69 plus yards. So I, I'm a little surprised at that, but um I'll have to dig into that, see if there's a reason for that uh, moving down like that. But, yeah, I, I still like Waddle uh, even more at 63 and a half. So uh, if you avoided betting it uh, early in the earlier in the week like I did, uh, you're getting a better number now. Carolina and Cincinnati. Uh, Carolina, uh, this is going to be an interesting game because of the, some of the injuries. Carolina's catching seven and a half on the road, 42 and a half being the total between the Panthers and the Bengals. Panthers kind of feisty. And the Bengals, after looking like they had started to turn it around, um, well, Jonah Williams got himself turned around on Monday night, got his ass kicked by Miles Garrett. Yeah, this is this is one that's just been steadily going towards the Panthers all week. Uh, as you said, the, the 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 Monday night football beatdown is a big reason why it's been falling all week. But uh, I think it's going to flatten out here at seven. So yeah, if you like the Panther side, I'm still seeing some seven and a halfs at Ben MGM. Uh, DraftKings has a seven and a half, but you got to pay minus one twenty. But uh, you can shop around and still get a seven and a half out there if you want to. It, it, I do think it's probably gonna uh, probably basically close here at this seven point range. Uh, so yeah, if you like the Bengals, you can get a seven somewhere. But uh, I'm I'm on the Panther side. I think they've been a, a pretty frisky team here since since the trade. I mean, Deontay Foreman is playing really well. DJ Moore's uh, you know as the kind of the focal point of the offense now uh, has been turning on. So no to do be a, a woozy, a, easy for me to say uh, he's, he's uh, their, the their secondary is a mess. Tom uh, Mike Hilton, their slot corners out. Um, Trey flowers is questionable. Eli Apple's been banged up and got benched. Their secondary is a mess without a woozy. Yeah. And that leads me to my uh, prop bet here. I have a 61 and a half uh, the over on uh, DJ Moore this week. You know, it took uh, took some twisting of my arm here to to bet this, but I think Walker's shown enough to to make me feel a little bit confident, and especially the way they're just filtering the ball towards Mill more here. So uh, it gives me some confidence, and this matchup is setting up pretty well. And I mean, we saw what Amari Cooper and Donovan Peoples Jones did last week, uh, up over 200 yards combined from those two uh, playing on the perimeter. So. I like that DJ Moore over 61 and a half. I guess uh, might be, I would have to, I guess the weather would probably not be in that area as well on Sunday. Uh, that probably, it's probably going to be blowing through there. So I think the, uh, the situation should be good there for the over 61 and a half. Yeah. I mean, there's really, that's <laughs> kind of funny that you picked out DJ Moore because he's literally the only Panther I'm showing a prop for right now. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. I mean, the, I, I'm surprised they don't have any Foreman ones up. That that news kind of came out pretty early this morning that Chuba's going to be out another game. So i uh, kind of surprised they don't have any props for him yet, but I'm sure those will be popping up later tonight. Green Bay and Detroit, the Lions are at home, and everybody's hurt for them too. Three and a half, the Lions are catching 49 and a half the total. You know, I mean, eventually, Tom, uh, what, what, what what's the, uh, the Parcellsism? You are what your record says you are. And yeah. eventually, we I'm going to have to accept that with the Lions, but I just kind of feel like this team didn't get out of their opener against Philly healthy and just has never been able to get to the potential of where they should be right now. Because, like, 
it looked like all season long they were going to be feisty, and now this team's just falling apart. Yeah, I, I did take the Lions plus three and a half. I obviously haven't been impressed with the Packers all season long here. Got the number on Monday. It did get bet down to three uh, by Tuesday, and then the Hawkinson news, uh, obviously that trade coming down the pike on uh, Tuesday morning has knocked it back up to three and a half here. Uh, so I, I do like the Lions side. They they haven't been the ATS juggernauts that we've seen uh, previously under Dan Campbell last year and to start the season. They've dropped four in a row, but uh, this feels like a spot where they could be a little frisky. And they, they've historically, uh, I think, out of the last 10 meetings with the Packers, uh, they've been they've been able to cover the number in eight of those matchups. So, uh, you know, Rodgers has owned the, uh, the Bears, per se, but uh, not, not necessarily dominate the Lions uh, as much here. They've been able to keep it close a lot. So uh, I, I like the three and a half. I mean, I was just comparing it. I mean, this was a three and a half point line against the Dolphins last week. And uh, I think the Dolphins are a significantly better team than the Packers. So uh, not not significantly, but at least a, a one to two points. So uh, I thought this was a, a pretty generous line here for the Lions at plus three and a half. But as you say, they are a banged up team. Swift can't get quite right. Oh, they're going to see where Swift is. Oh, God. I mean, uh, this is brutal, man. Yeah, I, I mean, fantasy-wise, I mean, I feel like you got to play him if you got him. But, uh, you know, they're talking about they gave, it, gave him the ball too much. He had five freaking carries last week. Holy crap. <laughs> if that's too much for him, I mean, I hate to yeah. hate to see what they're thinking about. Uh, is he just going to stand out there on, like, put him out wide and just let him, you know, stand there? Don't give him the ball? I mean, uh, just bizarre. So, um, yeah, it's not a great, uh, not great feelings out there in Detroit. And now they're kind of, you know, not waving the white flag, but they're, they're signaling that they're looking toward the future, uh, with the Hawkins and trade here this week. Um, the, the prop market here, Tom is, uh, I mean, I'm not showing anything for the lions except for Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, and then of course, obviously your quarterback props Goff up at two forty nine and a half. I don't know if you're, if you're seeing anything here that, that really interests you. Yeah, I, I jumped on the Aaron Jones over 64 and a half rushing yards. That's I mean, fair. we've been we track we've been tracking it. They've been slowly shifting the backfield more towards him over the last couple of weeks. Uh and on that Sunday night game last week, uh they were having their most success offensively just run, running the ball here. So, uh, this is a unit we've been picking on for uh rushing props, uh, betting overs. So, well, hopefully they continue to stick with Aaron Jones here. And this is feels like a number he should be able to clear pretty easily. It is minus 140 now on DraftKings, but you can shop around, probably find a better uh, price. That, that's a little – I would not bet anything that's minus 140 in the prop market, but uh, I'm still seeing 64 and a half. So DraftKings – I mean, uh, FanDuel has a 65 and a half uh, at minus 114. So I'd, I'd much rather pay, uh, pay for an extra yard and get a much better price. Uh, uh, not, not too appealing to bet the minus 140 right now. I don't know what the hell you're doing with the line in this game, Tom. The Raiders are minus two at the Jags, 47 and a half being the total. The Raiders from top to bottom might have just played the worst offensive game I've seen all year from anybody. Derek Carr statistically played the, played the uh, worst game third worst game of his career. I mean, it was terrible. Yeah, I, I actually did. I'm jump. I jumped on the Raiders at the beginning of the week at minus one. Just thinking, we see this a lot with these 
teams that get shut out, uh, they, they respond the next week. And uh, it's been statistically over the last decade, they cover it like a 63% rate, the uh, teams that get shut out. So uh, and we'll, you know, we've gotten a little bit of information this week that uh, Devontae Adams wasn't right. You know, he was playing through the illness. He showed up on the injury report for the illness still on Wednesday. So I uh, have to wonder what he had there. Uh, it's, but you would think that he's feeling a little bit better here. Uh, the farther he gets away from initially having that illness. So I'm, I'm going to take a wild guess and say he had COVID. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what uh, I'm thinking as well, Joe. So his conditioning should be a little bit better this week. Uh, so we're, we're, we're jumping on the, uh, the stinky team that just got shut out, but it's been a, it's been a winner over the years here. And, uh, Jacksonville, the, the good vibes from earlier this season have certainly left. Uh, we, we, uh, bet against them last week with the Denver Broncos. Uh, I thought, I thought they were going to run away from the game and the, run away from the, the, the Broncos and take that game. And they let Denver hang around and, uh, the Broncos won and covered that game. So we're going to, we're going to go back to the Raiders here this week. Uh, just, we're just putting that game out of memory from last, uh, last week when they had a hundred yards passing from Derek Carr, uh, 24, nothing shut out to the saints. We're going to forget about that and, uh, bet the Raiders here. Uh, did you take any props, uh, Tom with the, with, with, um, the Raiders? I mean, Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro. It is unbelievable. And, and, and Tom, you know, Obviously, coaches are smarter than me. But I look at a team like Philadelphia, okay, and a team like Miami, and I was like, oh, we've got good players. Guess where they throw the ball? To the good players. Philadelphia, it's going to Brown, it's going to Smith, it's going to Goddard. Maybe Quez Watkins now and again, but now. Miami, hey, we got Tyreek and Waddle. Where does the ball go? To Tyreek and Waddle. The Raiders have... Devontae Adams and Hunter Renfro. Where does the ball go? To fucking Mac Hollins. <laughs> Foster Moreau. Oh, my God. Well, Waller's questionable, by the way. So yeah, maybe. we'll see if he actually plays or not. I'm sure he'll, he'll dress and pull his hamstring in the first play of the game. But uh, you're completely right. I mean, am I out of Josh, McDan- Josh McDaniels is brilliant, though, Joe. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, you got you to get on the same wavelength as him, man. I mean, he's just brilliant. What? Cosell says, like, he says it on the, because John every week is like, what's up with Kyle Pitts? And Cosell says every week, it's easy to give somebody targets in the NFL. You call plays to throw them the ball. (laughs) Yep. And I guess Josh McDaniels doesn't subscribe to that uh, way of thinking. So uh, maybe that changes this week. We'll see. But in terms of props, uh, not nothing here so far. Uh, It's pretty Pretty full market for this game, actually, but this is you don't game. like anything, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I just haven't seen any that I like. I was thinking about Zay Jones. He was at uh, 44 and a half. I was thinking about betting the under on him, uh, but ultimately just stayed away because the Raiders secondary is a little shaky. But um, yeah, I, I, I didn't see here any anything here that I really liked. Indy and the Patriots, uh, Tom. Remember, remember when this was the great rivalry of rivalries? And now oh yeah, got... and the Colts will get slammed every time they would play them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then they they uh, they uh, uh, well, they, they exercised the, the demon in the playoffs the one year when they went to the Super Bowl. 
Uh, but the, the Patriots are given six points to the Colts, 40 and a half being the total in the Ellinger Mac Jones Bowl. Uh, I saw what Garrett Blunt was on radio oh, this gosh. week saying they should start Zappy. And oh I, boy, they're, <laughs> they're starting that back up here. Oh, oh yeah. Well, well uh, it's going to be Mac. They stuck with him last week. Um, yeah, this line, no Jonathan Taylor, obviously. Uh, so that, that's, it wasn't six, six and a half early in the week and got bet down to five, five and a half. And we're starting to see sixes pop back <coughs> up on the market here. Uh, there's still a five and a half out there at Fandle, but it looks like it's going to settle in the six to six and a half point range. I, I'm leaning towards the Colts, but I, I don't have a great feeling. Um, obviously, I, I don't think Mac Jones has played particularly well all season. Agreed. And even if you go back to last like five or six games of last year, he was dog trash, you know, dog shit back then too. So he's putting together like a 10 or 12 game stretch where he hasn't been very good here. But uh, there's just, there's some whiffs of Jim Ursay. It just has his, he's just strangling this team. He just wants them to tank and rest all these guys. And we've got Ellinger in the game and, so there's there's some concerns here oh, with the Colts moving forward. You, I mean, you want to talk about a guy who was so who was so spoiled. I mean, like I mean he he basically inherits the team, mm-hmm. and then after shit years, they get the number one pick. Just Peyton so happens Manning. to be the year Peyton, and then Peyton when his body falls apart, just so happens to be the year Andrew Luck's coming out. Ursay has got to be just livid. He's just got to be like sitting there saying like, ruh, ruh, ruh. I, I made a joke on a, on Twitter. I was Rivers like, and Matt Ryan. And- <laughs> yeah, I made a joke on Twitter that like uh, Jim Ursay's uh, Google history certainly has. When is Arch Manning at NFL? <laughs> start the uh, tank a little early. You know. yeah. <laughs> He'll start the tank like three years early, you know, just slowly pillage the roster until oh, yeah. Arch Manning's in the draft. So, but uh, uh, it does yeah, feel so- like that they're, they're kind of angling here i i don't you know they already have three wins so i don't know how how much lower they can get but it kind of feels like they want to have a, a top 10 pick this year uh, there are some some solid quarterback prospect prospects coming out we could see four or five guys go in the first round so and a couple of those guys could go inside the top 10 so uh, something to watch here but uh yeah we got jt out uh took some props on Dion jackson over 47 and a half rushing yards. He's going to be the guy in the backfield oh, this that's week. Up to 56 and a half now. Yeah, you got on the right <laughs> side of that. Well, I got one that was right. Yeah. Uh, I think I literally got it right as they put it up. I mean, I jumped on it like two o'clock. I think it, there weren't very many props up for this game, and I must have got that real early. I think we had them projected like 68 yards. So I uh, got that one nice and early and got a uh, uh, Alec Pierce as well. Uh, number was 29 and a half. I, I just, not that I think he's going to have a big game or that the Colts are going to particularly throw it that much, but just, I mean, he should be set at like 36 and a half, 37 and a half point, uh, rush, uh, receiving yards every week. Uh, he's been up over 37 yards in six straight games. Uh, and we've seen the Patriots give up some production in the, uh, in their secondary here, the last four weeks here, I, I, I counted them up. They've given up eight different receivers that have hit 44 plus yards since week five. So uh, they, they've been pretty generous to opposing receivers here. This, this number feels 
about eight or nine yards off. I, I think he should be in the high high 30s here. So uh, like betting the over 29 and a half receiving yards for Alec Pierce. Yeah, um, by the way, no, absolutely nothing on the Patriots right now. Uh, Damian Harris is questionable. They don't have any receiver props out. So uh, Yeah, the, the, the receiving props might start to come out. I, I saw Devontae Parker has been rolled out. So uh, yeah, yeah. I'm actually kind of surprised they don't have a J- Jacoby Myers number out. They usually – He's like one guy that never shows up on the unit report and uh, his role kind of stays the same. They usually put out props pretty early on him, but nothing yet on, uh, on Myers. Minnesota and Washington, uh, Minnesota giving three 43 and a half. The total of Kirk cousins revenge game, Tom, maybe the last one he gets with Danny, uh, Danny Snyder as the owner of the commanders. <laughs> I, I'm sure a lot of uh, commanders fans uh, probably are hoping for that as well. And it, They've been rejoicing in the streets in Washington, Washington here this week with all the news surrounding the Snyders here potentially selling and uh, getting looked into by the FBI. And uh, yeah, this is uh, not, hasn't been a good week for the Snyders, but I was I was thinking about the Commanders plus three and a half. Those have been all wiped out here over the last day or two, uh, but th- it is juiced uh, at most books that I'm looking. It's minus 115 to the Vikings here. So I'll keep my eye out on the weekend here. Um, I don't know what it is, but uh, Heineke, hospital ball Heineke, uh, nothing he does is particularly pretty. Or, But they they compete for him. And, they do. I mean, they, they stick around and getting three and a half points. I, I think the Vikings have been very fortunate here to start the season. Um, I went back and looked. They they tied an NFL record last year in one possession games. They played fourteen of them and had a losing record. Were six and eight. Uh, they've I believe won five or six straight games here in one possession games. So uh, it's an NFL record uh, for a team that has the record that the Vikings do at this stage of the stage of the season here. So they've been they've been running running hot here after running cold last year. Uh, this isn't the toughest match matchup for the Vikings, but I do think the commanders have been trending in the right direction. Uh, probably be surprised to know that they're four and four. It feels like they're a two and six team or a three and five team after watching them in that Thursday night game against the, the bears. But uh, maybe, maybe that win was a little bit better than everybody kind of thought at the time. The bears have shown some life here in the last couple of weeks. So the, the commanders have been a little frisky here. Their defense is starting to step up a little bit. They're playing to their pedigree a little bit more. So I like taking the uh, uh, grabbing the points with the commanders here, but uh, we'll sit and wait here. Hopefully, a, a three and a half pops back up. Um, Terry McLaurin, sixty-six and a half receiving yards. I think it's somewhat interesting because Cameron Dantzler has missed some practice time this week. Although he was full today, he's still listed as questionable. Um, but he was full today, Cameron Dantzler. I don't know if that stands out to you, Tom, but I'm showing no rushing props for the commanders. Um, obviously, Janie McKissick ruled out; he might be out for a while with the neck injury, but they, they haven't posted any rushing props for them yet. Yeah. I'll, I'll be looking at those. Cause I am, I am interested in Antonio Gibson props. I'm kicking myself. I was going to give out his receiving yards last week. And I think he got out in the first series last week. Uh, they've been, it's, it took three years, but I think they finally kind of figured out how to use him a little bit more in the passing game and kind of play to his strengths. He was a receiver coming out of Memphis and, uh, they're starting to use him a little bit better here in recent weeks. And I, the McLaurin one did catch my eye as well, but it was, you know, the minus 140 to the overs. 
unappealing here, but I'm seeing yeah. Fandle has put some props up uh, in the last couple of hours. He's sitting at 67 and a half at minus 114. So might revisit that one and uh, take ter- scary Terry uh, over the total here. This isn't uh, a very scary matchup here against the Vikings. Uh, as you said, with Dantzler potentially out and he's, he's Heineke's boy here. So uh, be looking at McLaurin and Gibson pops. Uh, Arizona minus two at home against Seattle, 49, the total Arizona and Seattle. Arizona has all these high total games and you just, Oh God. And, it never feels like they're in them because their offense is such bullshit and hard to watch, but they do end up playing in these high total games. One thing I will say is Seattle's defense has played way better recently. Yeah, I think that's kind of going I, – I know. I'm with you, Joe. I'm kind of liking the under in this one. Uh, this was a low-scoring affair. They played a couple of weeks ago. It was 19-9. to uh, Arizona couldn't do anything, although it is a little bit different now. We got DeAndre Hopkins in, in the mix for this game. Uh, I believe the Cardinals were, you know, three, three and a half point favorites in that game at the time. So, I mean, change of location here. Uh, I'm, I'm with you, John. I'm on the Seahawks. Yeah, I think they've been, I, it still feels, this is probably the last week. Uh, if they pull off another one here, uh, they won't be undervalued anymore, but still feels like they're a touch undervalued. I, I think this line should be closer to a pickup, honestly. I mean, with the way Seattle's playing, their defense is really, uh, as you said, the cor- you, they have a couple young corners who are really playing well. Uh, they're, they're starting to come together here, and we we, on, we all know what Geno's doing at quarterback, uh, really orchestrating the offense well, and uh, he's he just keeps climbing the comeback player of the year, the MVP. He's a sneaky candidate in that. He's like the sixth favorite for that now. So, and we love what Kenneth Walker's doing. So, yeah, I'm with you. I, I'm on the Seattle side. Uh, might might add it. I don't know. I, I've thought about it a lot. I, I think the Seahawks are the right side in this game. Yeah. Um, uh, props, Tom, Kyler. Kyler, I'm not, uh, don't, not showing a Geno passing yardage prop. I will say Marquise Goodwin just got ruled out uh, of this game with a groin injury. Maybe that's impacting things just a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm guessing maybe they want to get a final word on uh, Lockett and Metcalf, but they played last oh, week. They, I, I they're, they don't even have game statuses. Okay, well, there we go. Oh, I, they I have, don't know why. They have Lockett and Metcalf props, but they don't have a Geno passer. I thought there were some Geno props up earlier this week. I thought it was around 252 or something. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm doing a search here. They were previously up at like 251, so uh, I, don't, I don't know why they were taken out. Maybe – I don't know. Maybe there's been a little bit of action here and they're recalibrating, but um, yeah, I'm not sure. But uh, in terms of props, uh, I don't have anything on this game. I was, you know, I'm, I'm going to weekly look at the Kenneth Walker props. Uh, this one's down to 71 and a half, 73 and a half. Uh, at least it was this afternoon. I was thinking about that. Uh, he showed last week, you know, he showed a little bit of his floor. Uh, he's he's kind of a boomer bust runner, so didn't have any of the boom runs. But he he destroyed the Cardinals last time they they matched up. He got over, I think he was in the nineties. I think he had ninety some yards in that game. So I was considering him there, but uh, nothing really stood out uh, in terms of props in this game. Uh, let's now go to the other afternoon game. This is going to be a real rip snorting slate for me and Paul Kelly on the uh, game day show, Paul, uh, Tom. Because well, that, two that's, afternoon that's, the, games. that's the funny part. I, the NFL does this. It, it's a 13 game week season, uh, 13, uh, game, uh, a week here. 
and I think before the year, they're like, oh, this is, we got the Buccaneers and Rams. It's going to be the biggest, one of the biggest games of the year. Let's clear out the afternoon slate. And now whoever loses this game might be like done. dead in the water. They might be done. Uh, well, it's the Bucks giving three, 42 and a half. The total between the last two Super Bowl champions. Is this where we're at right now, Tom? Is this where we're at? Yes, it is. I mean, this was a classic divisional round game last year, too. Uh, the Buccaneers came storming back and Cooper Cup, uh, you know, the final drive of the game racks up all the yards and they end up pulling it out in the end after blowing the lead. And <laughs> this game has been a, a it's flown over the, to- the total since Brady's been a quarterback here in Tampa. And I, I think like the lowest score scoring game that they've had is like 51 or 50, uh, 51 points or whatever total points. And now we have a total that's sitting at 42 and a half with these anemic offenses. It's a sad state of affairs for both of these franchises right now. But I did take the Buccaneers minus two and a half early in the week, anticipating some movement towards the, the Buccaneers here at home. We saw it last week against the Ravens. Uh, a lot of, a lot of money came towards the Buccaneers thinking that they would rate the ship and it, it's a very low bar, but I, I feel like the Buccaneers have a better chance of turning things around this season. Uh, the Rams just look completely lost outside of Cooper Cup. They, I mean, they have no running game. Uh, no yeah, other receivers might are... be back to try to save that. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a, like, we're getting questions about him. Like, just cut him. Like, what? He's going to be a healthy scratch. You like, do you think he's really going to be like 15 carries a game after Sean McVay wanted to? That's by the way, uh, leading the league in percentage of runs that go for less than one <laughs> exactly. yard. Exactly, and he sucks. Uh, good uh, point there, Joe. He stinks. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I gra- I grabbed the two and a half here. We'll see if uh, one of these teams can get things going in the right direction. I hope it's the Buccaneers, uh, since my money is on their side. Uh, there's no running props at all, obviously, for, for obvious reasons for L.A., Tom. Uh, did, 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 did anything stand out to you in terms of, of maybe receiving props or for any for either of these teams? Yeah, I took a Tyler Higby under 43.5 receiving yards. I see it has been bet down a little bit here to 41.5, but I still kind of like it. Uh, he's been banged up a little bit. Uh, he's only run 50% of the routes here the last two games because of the injury, but I also, he's also pass blocking a lot more. Their offensive line is horrendous and we're not seeing these little check down throws to Higby anymore, uh, like we were through the first five weeks of the season. So, uh, it, it is a little concerning. The, the, the Buccaneers have been ripped by, uh, by, uh, by tight ends the last couple of weeks, but, uh, Higby's involvement in the passing game has been dwindling here. We got Dan Jefferson back in the mix. Uh, didn't see any action really in terms of targets last week, but I, I think that will probably change a little bit this week after, uh, you know, making the guy run wind sprints. I think they might want to pat the guy on the, the back a little bit and give him a target. So uh, Higby is one of those guys. He gave you five good weeks early in the year, but uh, if you were using for fantasy or uh, I think the time is probably come to maybe look for another option off the waiver wire or whatever because i just i think his best days are behind him here with uh tyler higby the rest of the season i hope you enjoyed talking about props tom because you're not going to get to do it for the next two games we have (laughs) kansas city minus 12 and a half 46 being the total with tennessee 
And I am showing virtually nothing except for Patrick Mahomes and Derrick Henry here. That is because we don't know if Ryan Tannehill is going to play. And I can't even confirm that the Tennessee Titans have a wide receiver on their roster. Yeah, that was uh, – so we write up uh, the game pubs every week. And uh, I, the Titans, I'm like, well, shit. Got nothing to write up about the quarterback. They threw it 10 times last week. Uh, they don't have any viable receivers. All you got to do is write up Derrick Henry. And uh, there's some, like, mic'd in stuff. I don't know if you saw that floating around the internet here today. But uh, basically, you know, they're they're on the sidelines like, we're we're giving it to fucking Derrick Henry every goddamn play. And, <laughs> you know, they're just just going right down, right down the field at every play uh, against the Texans there. So uh, we know what they want to do. The, the question is, uh, you got to probably throw it a little bit here against the Chiefs. So, uh, but we saw the Titans. This was a matchup last year. The Titans absolutely dominated it. Uh, I think it was like 27-7 or 27-3. It was like one of the worst performances we've seen from the Chiefs. Uh, that was kind of like the peak of the, the Patrick Mahomes. tend to do that to teams. Like, you're like, yeah. oh, my God. And then they, then you just, the teams just have the worst performance in the world, and they can't stop uh, They can't stop Henry. But... The big dog. Well, or it could go the other one. That's, that's why I think this line is so big at 12 and a half. I mean, we saw earlier in the season when they went against the Bills, and the big dog couldn't eat and – it, it snowballed on them pretty quickly there. I mean, that was the game that Tannehill got pulled. And uh, I mean, the, the, the Bills, I think it was like 41 to 7 or whatever. They just laid the absolute smackdown. I think we, we've established that there's three good teams in the NFL at this point between the, the Bills, Chiefs, and Eagles. And I mean, if you can't throw the ball a little bit, I mean, I, I just have a tough time. I'm, I'm, I'm leaning towards the Chiefs in this game, but. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll wait on the props, but yeah, this is this is gonna be a fascinating matchup because this is Derrick Henry. Will he impose his will or not? If he doesn't, uh, it could get pretty ugly in this game. Uh, Baltimore at New Orleans, Tom, and uh, that's the Monday night game. Uh, New Orleans, everybody's hard, though. Jarvis Andrew might be coming back. Two and a half is the spread. Baltimore laying on the road right before uh, going. Uh, right before going on by, uh, and and Tom, I mean, two and a half, uh, Baltimore. I mean, who knows? Who who knows who's even going to play in this game? Right? Yeah, now. I, I'm leaning towards the Saints side. Uh, I think they played fairly well here for the last month, uh, but, but last week was kind of like the first positive result in their call in there. But I thought they played pretty well in that Thursday night game. Two pick sixes by Andy Dalton clearly changed the outcome of that. You know, they had no chance after that. But I, I do feel like they're trending in the right direction. They've been, you know, feeding Alvin Kamara here recently. Uh, I kind of like the Saints side in this one. And as you said, they, the Ravens have a bye. They're going to take this opportunity to get Gus Edwards. And I think Mark Andrews, we'll see about his practice status tomorrow. But uh, it really feels like they're just going to let both of those guys sit and rest and uh, take the extra couple of weeks to get healthy here. Uh, so I, I'm kind of liking the Saints. Uh, this kind of feels a lot like last Monday night game where uh, the Ravens, you know, Ravens are kind of like the Bengals, the clearly the the better team here. But uh, the Saints are like the Browns uh, underachieving to this point in the season, uh, getting some points at home. It, it feels very similar. So I, I do like the Saints side a lot in this game. Um, kind of kick myself that I didn't maybe bet. I think it was at uh, three early in the week. Uh, but 
the injury news on the Baltimore side has uh, driven this line down uh, to two and a half. And I, I think that's probably where it's going to stay. Now, any interest in Andy Dalton props, Tom? Because that's all I'm showing. <laughs> yeah, I, I see a, a Kamara 36 and a half uh, receiving yards as well. So, yeah, we're, like we'll be waiting one that one out. Michael Thomas. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's uh, – maybe we'll get some Jarvis Landry back this week. I mean, uh, yeah, Michael Thomas, what the F? God damn it. I have him in a couple dynasty leagues. It's like, wow, this has been a complete waste for three years. He was the but, number uh, one player in dynasty, and he's caught fifty six passes in three seasons. It's it's unreal. Yeah, I I think our start up our startup dynasty league uh, with the, with the site, uh, I took like Thomas, I think like three overall or something that year, and uh, yeah, as you said, yeah, fifty six catches in the last three years, awesome stuff. Gotten a lot of use out of him, just yeah. burning the hole in my IR spot. So. Uh, but yeah, the, the props, yeah, pretty limited here at this point. So no action just yet. We'll be keeping an eye on that game here as the weekend goes. Well, that'll wrap it up. Uh, ben Kagan has just gotten our ears and say we had 10 minutes left, Tom. It doesn't matter because we're done. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, is, does he want us to vamp for 10 minutes? No, I'm, we not, want to, I'm not doing We want to talk about I'm the not doing shit. I got to no. I, I gotta, uh, I gotta, uh, do date. the news and get the game hubs posted up and uh, – I'll be done. Got a hot date tonight. You guys going out again? You guys go? Oh, we are. Oh, we are going out. Yeah. Ooh, nice. I made some meatballs the other night, and I'm going to make a meatball Ooh. pizza on the grill. So that's my night. I, oh, that sounds good. I'm yeah. I'm going to um. Uh, we're going to a place called Gianna. It's an Italian restaurant. Tonight, oh, I was so, going to uh, say it sounds like you're eating some meatballs tonight, then too. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm gonna. <laughs> there's like a pork shank pasta that was looking good. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm getting um, hungry here, baby. Now we're anybody that's still watching here is getting hungry listening to this too. Well, I, I'm going to finish up the news and to finish up the game hubs, get them posted, and then, uh, well, Tom, I hope you have a good uh, a good night. Uh, happy, hope you have a good weekend for Ben and and Tom. I'm Joe. Thanks everybody. Hope you enjoyed the point spread. Hope you enjoyed Ben and Andy Dalton props, and we will talk to you next week or Sunday morning. <laughs>